Number 164, Coincidence. Last month, Deborah and I flew to Miami, Florida to attend the International Book Fair as part of the ongoing effort to market my book on addictions, Knowledge to Power, Understanding and Overcoming Addictions. It is quite a culture shock to go to a city that has such congestion, so many honking horns, and so much bustle. I also decided that taking Latin, German, Greek, and Hebrew in college and seminary may not have been as useful today as if I had taken Spanish instead, because that is what most of the folks were speaking in Miami. Both Deborah and I decided that there was just too much of everything going on in Miami, and it became clear that we were not city mice, but were country mice. Getting out of town is always good, but the best part of any trip for me is coming home. The book fair itself was a little disappointing because I was not given an opportunity to be one of the presenters with an audience and an interviewer, but I did meet some recovering addicts during my book signing and had some worthwhile interactions. The best part of the trip turned out to be something that was not really directly connected to the book fair, however. Every night at our hotel there was a social hour in the spacious lobby. There was an offering of wine tasting, and people just gathered in the couches that were placed in squares around the lobby to sip and chat. The first night, there was a young single woman from Miami and a couple from Toronto sitting with us. After we introduced ourselves, we started talking about what brought us to Miami. I said that I was promoting my book on addictions at the book fair. The young woman said, addictions? I need to have that book because my boyfriend drinks 10 beers to my one, and I wonder if he has a problem. I told her she had reason to worry, and I went back up to our room to bring a couple of books back down. When I got back and gave her the book, the other couple wanted to see the book and said that they, this was very coincidental because just 48 hours before this, back in Toronto, they had to do an intervention on the woman's sister who had been sober for 25 years, but now had fallen off the wagon and was drinking as if to make up for lost time. I told them that coincidence was God acting anonymously. The next night we went to the social hour, and the same thing happened. The woman sitting with us shared that her daughter had an eating disorder, anorexia, and her mother had died of alcoholism. Her co-worker said that his twin brother had a problem with drugs and alcohol, and he was worried about him as well. They each took a book with gratitude. The next night we went to social hour, and the very same thing happened. There were two men who both had people in their families that they were concerned about, and they ordered my book on Kindle. At the airport in Miami, we were sitting next to a physician and gave him a book and asked if he could get it to the people that dealt with addictions in his medical system. He gratefully accepted and said he would indeed do this because they were always looking for resources to deal with this epidemic disease. I was very forcefully reminded by all these encounters that the season of Advent is about being aware and ready for Christ to come into our lives. We get ready to celebrate his first coming at Christmas and we prepare for his second coming at the end of time. But the part we sometimes miss is that Christ comes to us every day in the meantime. He comes to us in word and sacrament, but he also comes to us in the faces of people that we meet in our everyday lives. If we are attentive and listening, we can hear the despair in the voice of a co-worker who is caught in the vortex of an abusive relationship at home. We can feel the pain of a friend who is having a very difficult time moving through the stages of grief over a lost loved one. We can sense the uncomfortable silence in someone who does not have great social skills and is thus lonely. We can sympathize with those who express guilt and shame. 
This is the season to prepare our hearts for the Lord to come in and help us see him in others so that we can be of service.